I don't have a fun one necessarily to start with, unless you want to talk about. Uh, well, I guess the eight billion people thing's kind of fun. Because <laughs> what did what did I read? Peak population will be twenty fifty. Yeah, and they say like twelve billion 20, is the max, and, and then twenty eighty is when we'll actually start to see decline, like major decline. And that's a United Nations estimate, which is like probably true, but like we may have already been at eight, we might not be there yet. So twenty fifty is when we will hit our peak population, mm-hmm. and then it almost sounds like there really won't be that will actually start decline in like we will no longer have a growth it took 12 years to go from 6 billion to 7 billion though i've seen estimates of it being 12 billion is the max but i don't know if that (laughs) that's a large increase that sounds scary but also like technology as it changes things happen people become more i don't know i want to say isolated even though they're like more connected online but yeah but can you imagine like being mostly robot because that's (sighs) I mean, really, if we're all staying around, we're all living longer. Yeah, longer lifespans, yeah. I could be 40% robot. Ooh, that'd be pretty cool. Does that qualify as Android status at that point? Do you need to be more than 50% to be... Where does society land on the percentage of robotic components? (laughs) I guess that'd be Cyborg, not Android. Android's like 100%. Cyborg would be both. You're right, I didn't even pick up on it. You're right, you are talking like Cyborg. Mm Mm-hmm. Mix. I guess that's what is it? Augmented parts. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I want augmented parts. Man, this intro is not good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back! I can't believe Griff. It's been two weeks since the last time we got together. Nope. But I think we should. We owe it to our fans. Our Hundreds upon hundreds of... They're all right here in the audience, too. The studio audience. Oh, you would do that to me. Which button does that? I I, I ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> Insert clap noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Thanksgiving. You notice that? Oh, yeah, with all the snow on the ground. and mm. Yeah, just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Love it. I mean, it was really pretty last night, and I was coming back from the BG area, and it was kind of funny as I am driving back. There was a lot of snow on the grass. Oh, yeah. But not on the road. Roads, mm-hmm. I mean, we we're right right at 32, so not surprising there. I mean, and then as I made my way north, it was all gone. It I, made me kind of sad. I mean, yeah, you know. But do you like, do you like the Thanksgiving? Do you like jazz? <laughs> what are your opinions? What is your favorite holiday? We'll start there. What's my favorite holiday? Yeah. Oh, God. Is it a cop-out to say your birthday? <laughs> no, I wouldn't even register my ho- my birthday as a holiday. Okay. So it's a point in time when everybody in my life is miserable. Dude, honestly, I think it I might be it. 4th of July. Weirdly. Because there's a that's, lot of food. That's a, a real of, interesting take, yeah. yeah can kind of just do whatever there's no like real expectations see thanksgiving is the mm. holiday i was thinking of. that's my favorite i enjoy getting together with family i enjoy the just plethora of food the three o'clock nap that i have to push as everybody else is having a good conversation and i'm like go away oh man <laughs> i need my nap too much pie um, no i'm see i'm not a big dessert guy but i am full on Let's let's go back for thirds and fourths. These, my dessert consists of turkey and cranberry sauce. 
Oh my god! By the yeah. time I hit that, by the time I hit fifth meal, they, I'm getting deja vu on literally last year when we were all talking about cranberry sauce. I think in the podcast. So were we really? Yeah. Do you know why? It's because I, I growing up could not stand cranberry sauce. Oh, I've always liked it, but I love it now. Why didn't you like it back then? It's like sweet and I don't know, a little sour when you want to, it to be. To and... be honest, I don't. I don't actually know. Probably just because I think it's when you get it from the can, it looks kind of gross. Yeah, I don't like the gelatinous ones. But I really like. I think it's my grandpa brings it in because he's got. I think he goes to Meyer, and he lives. And they put like walnuts and weird stuff in there. Yeah, I, I dig it. It's good. But I think I think they put a touch of cinnamon in the Jello part. Yeah, it's probably just like ocean spray or something. It could be. Yeah, it's del- it's, it's a classic. One. It's delicious to the point though where I have I have now had the weird can and i love when people say no it's got to be the can i need those ridges on the side they bring me peace you know i'm like who is saying that yeah it might have been a conversation occurring on reddit oh okay (laughs) man crazy people but I, i i respect your july 4th thing because it is basically thanksgiving but in the summer but it's in the summer when you can go outside yeah and it's versus you're like expected to get hammered, so it's great. <laughs> I'm usually expected to drive home. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the last like who knows how many Fourth of Julys I've, I've slept in a tent. So yeah, you didn't even bring a tent. You didn't. You don't even know whose tent it I don't was. Even know you whose just tent that was. <laughs> saw it, climbed in, but a boom. Yeah, I mean, so okay, so. We don't don't need to dwell on favorite holidays for too much longer because yeah. What was your already... lead in for that? What was the what was my lead in? Is next? It's oh, it is just Thanksgiving a... next week. <laughs> in just four days, oh, or no. I guess it's I guess it's like six. I guess if we count weekend, it's yeah. almost Thanksgiving. That's pretty cool. I'm excited. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then we kick off kind of the holiday season, which we we get a our team gets a good a good amount of well deserved time off, and that's always fun as well. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, well, we got business. We got business to talk about. And the first is is that I see you've brought up Google Hangouts. Oh, yeah. I did, I, I'll be honest with you. I did not know the Hangouts were still around. I just assumed That's that, why I put it in there. I was like, that's still a thing? <laughs> because we all know, like. Yeah. Well, okay, for listeners, it's not a thing anymore. That's the reason we're bringing it up. <laughs> joining, boy, yeah. let's see, joining the ranks of. Let's go Google Plus, Google mm. Buzz, Google Offers, Tango, Google Wave, Google Video, Google Glass, Shoot, Google Health. Hold up already. Uh, Google Talk, Google oh. Goggles, Google Reader, Google Latitude, Google <laughs> SMS Search, Google Desktop. What the heck is that? And a whole bunch of ones I haven't even heard of to know a Google Answers. Answers, man, I haven't heard of half of this. This is now joining the ranks of the elite yeah. of products that Google's come up with, convinced you you should try it, and then don't. Eh, we, well, we're tired of developing it. This one lasted eight years. Long time for Google, apparently. But it did have five billion downloads. So earlier this month, though, Google Hangouts was shut down. Now, it's a little odd to say that because technically something replaced it very, you know, it's already been out so very quickly, called Google Chat. But nowhere near the capabilities of Hangout. Hangout had video and a whole bunch of other things. And they meant it to be kind of a social platform in a way. But now it is 
gone and chat has replaced it and that is simply a chat messaging system so well and what's crazy do you did you ever because google hangout was supposed to be the was google talk google talk kind of but google talk didn't have any video so then google hangout was like hey sit in this room with yeah. your buddy it was supposed to take it was supposed to be instant messenger, but you were also basically what Teams, teams and Slack are. As you are. say, it's pretty much Teams or Slack, yeah. But it just never, ever caught steam. It, it's just wrong time for them. I don't know why. Because, I mean, Teams obviously has done very well. But Teams was also, like, kind of forced upon people. And people were looking to get away from, like, Skype and such. So Well, and, and Slack costs money. Yeah, Every, and Slack, Slack costs was money. Slack was the sort of, like company that figured out a way to really do a lot of that because there's some great features there that slack still offers yeah they did the whole like channel system but and made it business oriented making it so that you could have bots yeah so there was some great things that slack introduced and and but that costs money mm -hmm. when the pandemic hits Teams was close, but nowhere near. And Microsoft doubled down, and I think getting, yeah. forcibly won that because it was free for companies. Yeah, it's eighty-five percent of the features of Slack with no cost to you. Man, I think in like six months ago or so, we were talking about Zoom, and you were saying how I bet you in a year we'll be using Teams instead for everything. And yeah, I mean, six we're months really, in, I'm already kind of seeing that. <laughs> we're really getting pretty darn close. Yeah, I still like Zoom for certain things because not everybody has Teams. And if they don't, the web browser has not always been great, mm -hmm. but it is better. I mean, heck, you and I were even looking at uh, using bookings and stuff instead of paying for yeah, the a scheduling bookings. piece because it's so much more flexible. Yeah. And let's be real, the integration is so much better. Yeah. But... Google Hangouts, no more, man. It is uh, not, I, I don't know if it's a shame, honestly. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it is because there's certain things that Google has done. Because I think if I remember correctly, like Google Plus mm -hmm. was Google Wave. Yeah. Google originally. Wave was supposed to be like a social media thing. Mm -hmm. Then Google Plus was like, well, we're not making, like, it's it, just. like absorbed it, yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're like, it's not making the progress. So we're going to come up and we're going to focus on businesses using Google+. Plus. Mm -hmm. So that's, I guess, maybe what happened there. But that's what a lot of these products are is they just keep focus changing. And, and not that you shouldn't ever do that, but sometimes Google doesn't. They, like, make a product and then realize that there's not a use case for the product, but then they get rid of it and then they use some of the elements in, in normal things. Like Google+, Plus, for instance, all the posts still are in the Google search console for, you know, business or I guess Google business. It's really and, weird. And I think some of that too is what, what I think frustrates me is sometimes they have really good ideas. Oh yeah. They just have zero patience. If it's not instantly gold, they, yeah, they, they just, just stop. Yeah. And, and if you're going to get enterprise buy-in, which is what they want, you have to, have stability. I think a lot of businesses have been burned on by the Google train enough that, mm -hmm. you know, this concept of, well, we'll just invest in using this Google tech doesn't do it for you. I mean, the things they are good at, though, they have a monopoly over, like, search and such. So <laughs> at least they got that going for them. Now, and they're doing pretty good on mobile now. I'm surprised. Really? Yeah, well, uh, like phones, like the building pixel and all that stuff. 
Oh yes, yes. Yeah, become quite a competitor to Samsung. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. I was just reading a thing about the Google Pixel. So there's a security researcher that was playing around with his phone and discovered that he was able to bypass the lock screen. Uh, on his phone? Did you see this? Did he yeah. look at it and it had the face scanner you didn't no, realize? <laughs> nope, nope. He was messing with it. It seemed like the phone may have like freaked out or something. And so by messing around and entering in some unlock code for the SIM card, it bypassed his authentication. Oh. Now, he did this as part of a reboot. It still asked for fingerprint ID, I think. Mm. But he did a little bit because he is a security researcher. Yeah. Um, Probably got excited. His <laughs> name is, I think, David Schutz. He starts playing around with it a little bit more and finds out that using this, using this feature, he or using this exploit, if the phone had been signed in, because you like you reboot your phone, you know, if you you know mm -hmm. on iPhone and Android, you have to type in your PIN code, right? Yeah, yeah. If the phone has been logged in once since a restart, he can use this sim card unlock feature wow to bypass it which i believe is written somewhere on the sim card wow that is a huge hole then yeah so we're just now hearing about it and it's because he reported it back in june to google google assigned a cve they looked into it was trying to figure out what's going on finally figured out how it was doing this and has officially released a patch. So if you are running Android, I think it's starting in version 11 and going through 13. It could be 10 as well. I'm, uh, let me see. 10 through 13. If you're running Android, you're going to want to patch that sucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, in order to exploit this, they have to physically have your phone. You have to physically have your phone. And they have to mess with the SIM card. So they need physical access to the device. It's not straightforward, but that doesn't seem doesn't hard. sound hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched the video. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> Man, I, I like want to see if we can do that on somebody's phone. Well, we know a guy. Yeah, I know. There's three people in this office. We, we have, have three Android people? Yeah. Three iPhone. I three thought Android. I was better at hiring people than that. <laughs> Griff, you, you're. you're you're pretty good at doing SEO stuff, right? I, I mean, that's kind of your main job so. here. Yeah. Did you catch that guy? Well, I shouldn't say guy. Someone out there issued out a malware campaign and took over, took over, infected 15,000 WordPress sites. Um, oh, WordPress? <laughs> yeah, I should have started off there. Let's... <laughs> By surprise, went down quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, it's like, oh, please. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I mean, I did websites. I feel like WordPress yeah. should have been assumed, but it was on there. that's on me. That I will say that one's on me. <laughs> Over 15,000 websites have been affected so far. What they believe has happened is that the perpetrator injected some images into hundreds of files within WordPress. Usually companies that are, or people who are doing exploits usually only do a couple to hide their tracks. But this guy, this person was going straight up for boosting SEO because what had happened is, is that the when the computer would try, or the, the browser would try to render an Im this image file, it would actually do a redirect to oh. a Q&A page. <laughs> So it was like this weird embedded link into there. You being used to push up the SEO of a website. 
So when do you think we start implementing this? Do you yeah. think this is the way to go? It's <laughs> a very interesting manner to do that. That is some serious trickery. How did he inject it into – I mean, I know WordPress is not exactly secure, and he can just kind of – In put... in WordPress's defense on this time, it is not believed to be due to an exploit or vulnerability. Just bad password hygiene. Oh, okay. So, so, so probably brute force Just attacks. brute force the password. Okay. Well, I guess in taking away from WordPress's defense, I don't know if there's a two-factor by default on WordPress at all. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So. It's probably some – you probably can implement it with some poorly designed oh, plugin. plugin. Oh, yay. <laughs> Boy, a poor kid who made <laughs> some code to make that happen and – Charges five bucks per thing, and yeah, never nobody's gonna pay five dollars for a WordPress plugin. Oh my God. I got an uncle who'd do that for free. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, you know people me. are always like, "Yeah, I have a cousin who could do three hundred dollars." What are you taking me for a ride? I've got a friend. <laughs> Call that friend, dude. <laughs> Gosh, man, it's just you know you get. Do you ever get stuff like that? Oh Is yeah, that, you yeah. just. I've said no to many of them because. It's always bad. I used to say yes. I've done a few like website stuff in college that was like, oh yeah, I'm doing this thing, and then people are like, holy crap, let's make something together. And then every time it's poor, it's bad. It's I thought terrible. you were gonna say something else. Every time it's porn, oh. that's what I thought you were gonna. I was That'd like, be funny. My eyes started to widen, and then it was like, I would probably porn. have stepped, you know, kept kept going with it, <laughs> stayed with it. You know, I did notice you pulled up in a Maserati today. Yeah, you know, sorry. It's actually because I went into crypto. <laughs> I went into crypto, not FTX. I hope. Oh God, yeah, I heard about that too. <laughs> we 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 could talk about FTX, but I feel like that has made such national news. Yeah, I don't think we have to talk and, about uh, that. I I I feel like yeah, he was because what he was trying. I what I here's what I love about this story. Griff is. So this guy is actually pretty young. He's only thirty years old. The guy that started FTX. And at one point in time, wasn't he looking at buying? Oh, now I'm now I'm gonna sound stupid because I didn't actually prepare this one. Yeah, no. He tried buying a company, backed out at the last minute, and then like a month later, the FTX crypto token is completely worthless <laughs> to the point where their biggest competitor, Binance, was initially going to bail them out. Looked at their books. And oh, turned no. around. It was like, nope. here's the insanity behind it, Griff. The rumor is they were willing to sell FTX to Binance for one dollar. Oh my! <laughs> Did he take them off? <laughs> so Binance comes in 24 hours later. They go, "No, you're screwed." Ooh. So now FTX is causing all sorts of problems. They're getting investigated in by the U.S. I think they may be based out of Jamaica. Really so the Bahamas from, from yeah. Hong Kong. They're being reviewed by their local government, the U.S. government. They created a cushy lifestyle for employees. The company spent more than $100,000 every week for catering. Wow. Yeah, as well as millions of dollars for housing executives and exclusive beachside developments. Nice. Cool. So, or did you get out at the right time? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Are you, hold on. Are you the whistleblower? Oh, no. Did you? 
I don't think there was a whistleblower. No, yeah, I, think I think they think just, just collapsed. Yeah. 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 That's that's an odd sidestep. Sorry. And now another edition of All About Musk. All about Musk. Actually, you had a pretty witty title on this one. <laughs> Musk, I tell you more about Twitter. Griff, I'm going to let you roll with this one because I feel like you are impassioned. I mean, a lot of people have heard about this. I feel like a lot of people are staying up today just because it's so in their face, especially this verification fiasco. Yeah, but have they heard our hot take That's on it? That's true. Well, let's keep them updated, I guess. So <laughs> Twitter originally was going to charge 20 bucks for this blue verification check mark. Now it's at 8 bucks because of Stephen King. Cool. Caught up on our yeah, last congratulations. podcast. <laughs> yeah, was, here's your 60% discount or whatever it works out to be. Yeah, right. $8 a month. Yeah. So, and his reasoning was, Elon Musk's reasoning was, this will make it so that people are, are less likely to, you know, do things that would get them banned because there's money involved and they, you know, got their credit card number and all that stuff. And I don't know, a lot of weird things. So I guess the first thing that I heard of was this Kathy Griffin thing. <laughs> Who I so, don't really care for, Barry. Yeah, he's a comedian. But what bothered me is that when it comes to, at least when it comes to Kathy Griffin, I agree with Musk. Well, I don't know what he said, but I know what she did. So <laughs> why don't you start off? So she got suspended for impersonating Musk and leading Musk to implement a rule that parody accounts need to be marked as such. If only there was a way to verify them. <laughs> so here's what then everybody kind of got on him and said, yeah, but you've created this problem yeah. of not verifying for people who are just paying for the verification. So now you have somebody impersonating somebody mm -hmm. for a process that used to be done. And so she gets banned for impersonating Elon Musk. And Elon Musk responded back with, we banned her for impersonating a comedian. <laughs> It's a good burn, but it's still it a, a terrible rule that he implemented. So, On the one hand, he's completely and utterly wrong. Yeah. On the other hand, burn. So among Kathy Griffin, multiple users have started to impersonate people. People like LeBron James, random stuff really? like that. Pepsi famously had said that Coke is better. And some of their stock dropped a little bit. Obviously, it was a fake account. <laughs> but the biggest one that I heard and the one that had the most impact was a viral tweet from Eli Lilly and company. I didn't know who they pharmaceuticals? were. Pharmaceuticals? Pharmaceuticals. They are famous for having insulin at a very ex exorbitant cost. And they <laughs> tweeted, insulin is free now. <laughs> and their stock dropped so much. <laughs> As a result of that tweet, Twitter disabled. <laughs> That's the one? That's the one that we get? <laughs> disabled new blue subscriptions on November 11th. So... Yeah. Good stuff. Twitter's solution, though, for running uh, this verification is now to add another checkmark to let people know that this is an official account. So now there's an, a gray official checkmark. <laughs> so that'll help distinguish accounts for users that are, are actually known as themselves. <laughs> it's great. Maybe if you didn't taint the existing checkmark, you wouldn't have to worry about inventing a second check. A second oh my official checkmark, yeah. So now you have two verification methods. One pay, that just says that you paid the company. Cool beans. Yeah, I don't want to tell people I paid them. Yeah. And then there's governments, companies, public figures, things like that, who can apply to get this great checkmark. He also stated that now he's considering just putting the entire platform behind a paywall. That should fix nothing. Yeah. So uh, we're in a weird spot with verification, but 
that is not all the news we have about Twitter. No. Yeah. We can keep going? Well, most of it now we're going to go through basically just employees, you know, what's happened, and then um, advertisers. Well, because employees are filing a class action lawsuits due to a lot of changes he's making. Yeah. So, well, some of them, I can skip to that. Some of them are because he fired them under almost no reason, for no reason. With no heads up, I think when you're a company of a certain size, you have to provide notice that in so many weeks or something that you're laying off. And he didn't even tell, like, the managers of that, like, who who he's firing or, or, you know, he, he didn't inform anybody on anything. Just started laying off people. But then, I, I don't know if it's because of this lawsuit, but he's now going back and trying to rehire people because uh, he fired them by mistake. No, I well, so what I read was is that he fired, they were let go, but they did not realize they were critical to certain roles. Oh, yeah. And so then they've brought them back. I mean, that's what he says. Who knows? It <laughs> could do be you, anything. Do he, you th- <sighs> I just and empl- you're you're a, st- you're a team member in that position. I mean, I think you you probably do take the job because you know what I mean. Like, you probably don't have a new job, but are you staying there? Or maybe you don't. Maybe you tell him to cram it and tell him here's my consultant rate. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the other thing is they got rid of contractors. I think like as a whole. Yeah, they got rid of the remote life. Like we can't can't you work from home anymore. In. Yeah, I probably wouldn't taken away a lot of freedoms, <laughs> a lot of probably good. Like I, if I work at Twitter and I've been there a while, I probably have friends there, and they're probably all getting fired. I'd probably be like, no, this is no, this is. But you know, but I'm I'm because I'm I know what my answer would be. You get laid off from Twitter, and your old boss calls you up and said, hey, man, we made a mistake. It's a typo in the system. You weren't actually laid off. We just, we, we just. That would be a perfect time we, to re- just, renegotiate, probably. So do you think you, yeah, so do you think you'd say, well, I'm coming back. If I'm coming back. Yeah, hey, uh, at this, at this amount instead. Yeah. Do you, see, <laughs> I. If, if they're calling me back because they realize that I'm critical for something, then, yeah, that's the. Taking them to pound town. Yeah. I don't know that I would have the wherewithal or the cojones to necessarily do that, but it's totally probably the baller move. I'd probably take the job, go back, and immediately start looking for something. I, I mean, yeah, that's because I might as well get paid. Yeah, might as well get paid know, for the job I, search. <laughs> I know what I'm worth to them because yeah. they got rid of me without thinking twice. Yeah, I know to them I'm a piss ant. Yeah, I mean, you're not getting a good re- like a reference from them already because of how you got fired. Well, I mean, I think it'd be pretty obvious as to why you left Twitter. Yeah, that's true. A player's not gonna ask. It, you put like, Twitter oh, yeah. on there. Yeah. It made national news. Yeah. <laughs> so you're good. Yeah. You can do anything, honestly. <laughs> You'd be fine. So to me, I would either say, "Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an independent consultant now." Yeah. Oh well, we don't have those anymore. Well, that's it. Sucks because I'm kind of critical. You just said so. That's really. <laughs> I know that you didn't make a mistake. Let's just assume you were the one who was in charge of MFA for Twitter because he did take away that functionality and some people lost access to their account. So. Yeah. 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 That was one of the critical things. 
He's making a lot of changes very quickly without understanding what's actually important to the business. Yeah. So I understand the business is hemorrhaging money, but I feel like you got to understand what where the deficiencies are. Yeah. Before you start doing stuff like that. This is fun now because this has caused former employees to start to just come out and be like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm comfortable enough now to say some of the unethical things I've done at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> So now this the Steve Krenzel guy, Krenzel, he was asked by his director to uh, create a feature or at least adjust something. And that, that guy, the director said, we should know when users leave their home, their commute to work, and everywhere they go throughout the day. Anything less is useless. <laughs> Just nuts, man. Well, that's fascinating and scary. It even follows up, though, with we, we get a lot more than that from other tech companies. So, I mean, it's other people are doing that, too, obviously, but still scary stuff. Well, fine. I mean, we've got to be done with Twitter now, right? Well, we got to talk about advertisers. <laughs> so <laughs> to, to start for <laughs> you're going to say Twitter, aren't you? Yeah. To start, Twitter has come out and told advertisers that user growth is at an all time high which it's hard to believe for me. They've also said that advertising dollars are up since his takeover. They say that, but SpaceX just ordered a huge package from Twitter. But I, like that seems like a conflict of interest kind of thing to me. So like, is some of the numbers coming from because... <laughs> Start like, looking for all of a sudden the boring company, SpaceX, Tesla are all just predominantly yeah. like, look at our, look at our advertising. Yeah, look at right our now. advertising is up pretty yeah, it's great. massively. And it's like, oh, okay, are you... Is that because of Starlink? Is that SpaceX? Is this boring company? Is this Tesla? Who knows? So, yeah, that that's what's mainly happening right now. Musk has told current Twitter employees, though, that bankruptcy is not out of the question. So, like, getting some serious mixed signals here, man. Don't know what's going on, but there's still an exodus what, what of, of the, advertisers. He wants to... Here's what I think he might actually be doing. He's got an idea. He wants to not be sued for it. So he buys Twitter. He's going to run it into the ground. Take their patents and their... And just make something else, yeah. And use that to build something else. Brand new. That's an expensive source code he bought. Yeah, but so. you have a user base that you can email market to. You have all of the tech and back end and infrastructure that they have. Yeah, but you ha I, unless all the employees leave. And if <laughs> employees, I mean, <laughs> what are they near? What, what are, are they, they good do? for? They're just a bunch of chumps. <laughs> and I can run this business by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, I guess to combat that thought, though, is that Mastodon, <laughs> that, that. Who? Old, it's pretty old, isn't it? I feel like I've heard that. For I a while. don't know that I have heard Mastodon. Oh. Well, Mastodon is an open source social network that's been around for a little while, but has grown exponentially. They are at six hundred fifty thousand or more users, and two hundred thirty thousand was in the last week. So, large influx of people joining this. This Especially basically since Twitter. I clone. have no idea who they are. Yeah. <laughs> 650,000 users is not bad. I mean, there are so many more on Twitter, obviously, but... You said moron. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Elon. <laughs> Should I get my blue check? Oh, I can't get my blue check. 
Yeah, I don't think you can do that because because they, they, they canceled got rid subscriptions. Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. For a hundred bucks a year, I could be whomever I wanted. Um, juicy. Actually, China's getting a very cool little um, security feature in in their iPhones. China's getting yeah, a security feature in their a iPhones? security feature in China. So in 16.1.1, I believe, specifically for Chinese phones. So AirDrop. You ever use AirDrop? Yeah. Mostly when I try to move a lot of files or something. Yeah, okay. with Mac and stuff. Kind of work, it kind of uh, works. You ever, because there's options that says like AirDrop's no one, AirDrop's contacts. Yeah, yeah, you can do. AirDrop everyone. Yeah. So this feature is when you switch your phone into AirDrop everyone, it will only last for 10 minutes and then it goes back to contacts only. Oh, cool. It is cool. It is cool. That's kind of like with a Bluetooth, you can like turn off Bluetooth for only a little bit or whatever. Yeah, it's a yeah. temporary thing or turn yeah. your Wi-Fi off for an hour or something, yeah, yeah. you know. That's except actually nice. It's coming to light that it may not be to protect the users. Oh. See, as it may turn out, because AirDrop is largely and effectively like contact, like we, we you can – contactless space, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You you have to be within realm, but it's it's close proximity. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, okay. People are using it to transfer uncensored materials and propaganda and political propaganda. Mm. And I mean that's been the airdrop way for a long time, but so what they're doing they're limiting it so people can't people share. In, basically what people in China are doing who are yeah. Wanting to share these things, they just leave their phone on share with everybody, and you can pull up their phones and you can grab this content or political propaganda, whatever you want, you know. And, and well, and it all effectively bypasses the Chinese firewalls, mm-hmm. right? Oh, it's peer to peer, yeah. There's no peer to peer. That's so actively creating. So it's limiting f- the this the free speech, if you will. Yeah. Well, they don't do that in China. That's wow. ridiculous. They Yikes. totally do that. <laughs> it's the People's Republic of China. Come on. It says Republic right in the name. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> well, that's kind of uh, upsetting, but I guess... So how does, I guess, China control... Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, yeah. by putting pressure on Apple to say, listen, your phone can only be... You can't stand around with AirDrop just enabled on everybody because that's what you would do is you basically yeah. would you would be a server as you walked around yeah, and people could start. just connect to you yeah. they'd see your name and they'd pull content from you yeah. and now you you it only turns on for 10 minutes at a time and then it shuts back to contacts only I like having that feature because I do that's cool to be able to just turn it off after 10 minutes so I don't forget but also uh, yeah that kind of so the actual good. true security aspect of it makes a lot of sense, yeah. and Apple will has confirmed they are bringing Optional it to other countries. Yeah. Well, yeah, Apple's confirmed that they will be bringing it to other countries as well. But there was just a very specific amount of pressure against the company to do it to China first. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> I thought so. But that's it. I mean, that's largely all we've got this week. Yeah, nothing too crazy happened in terms of, like, Security risk news. I didn't see anything that was big. Exploits those or those giant exchange holes that we talked about a few podcasts back finally got patched oh, recently. Nice. So that's great. You know, 
it's it's been mostly good news. It's been mostly patches coming out. But yeah, that's that's largely it. So I'm gonna go sign up for Mastodon and. Uh... Well, while you prepare that, <laughs> I'm gonna tell all the nice people. That's it for this episode of the Lighthouse IT Solutions Podcast. If you have any questions about anything, well, most things that we talked about on this, lighthousesol.com forward slash podcast. Check that out. You can also check out anything else that we're doing on there. You can go listen to previous episodes. Maybe this was a previous episode you listened to. Oh my gosh. How crazy is that? You're right there. In the next episode you we're talking You already about. know what we're talking about in the future because you're behind. You're listening to how Twitter collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a very own documentary. Yeah. <laughs> but until next time, Griff, you have anything else to say to these nice, fine people? That is it. All right. Well, on behalf of Griff, I've been Matt. I don't know that I officially introduced us, but you know who we are right now. Yeah. And I just did right now as we walk out the door. And I wonder how many times I can say right now, right now. That's it for right now. <laughs>